Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard about the fame of Jesus, and he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had seized John and bound him, and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. And though he wanted to put him to death, he feared the people, because they held him to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before the company and pleased Herod, so that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And the king was sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he commanded it to be given. He sent and had John beheaded in the prison, and his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took the body and buried it, and they went and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Sean Danzer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The conscience just refuses to be killed. Herod hears the report of Jesus and immediately knows that it is John the Baptist. It has to be returned from the dead. He's wrong, of course, but no one could convince him otherwise if they tried. His conscience remembers what he had done. His conscience had caused it in the first place, his and his illegitimate wife's. Herod had taken his brother's wife, that's a no-no even in the Playboy's playbook, and certainly contrary to God's gift of holy marriage. But John was the prophet. He was sent to do the unpopular work of teaching God's word in its truth and purity. His sermon was a call to repentance, a desperate effort to get that deadened conscience of Herod to resonate with God's law again. It is not lawful for you to have her. Herod listened, but refused to hear. 
And Herodias compelled him to abuse his power and imprison John so that she would not even have to listen. And finally, of course, to have John murdered when the chance presented itself. We sometimes call what Herod did murdering his conscience. St. Paul calls it having a seared conscience, a conscience that is so burnt that it can no longer hear God's word or resonate with it. The Lord has written his law into our hearts, true enough, but the world and temptation and our own sinful nature has a way of rubbing it out and dimming God's law in us. We always need God's external word to come and correct us, to rebuke us, and to set us straight. We need it to accuse and convict us. And then, of course, we need the only true solution to our guilty consciences. We need a clean conscience, which comes only through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, what is the danger of a dulled and a seared conscience like Herod's? Well, we get to watch this dramatic soap opera unfold. Herod, content to have his stepdaughter ogled by all of his lecherous dinner guests, and then, of course, joining in with them, making foolish promises to her, maybe half-drunk, choosing his prestige and his ego over true honor when that deal goes so south. And we even see the foolishness of Herodias's daughter, willing to give in to her mother's selfish request. And what does she get out of the deal? A bloody head. What a mess. And when Jesus comes preaching the very same message as John, repent and believe the gospel, Herod's conscience pricks him yet again. Now this is good. This is the Holy Spirit at work, as he always is, in God's word, to call sinners to repentance. Again, to wake up that deadened conscience and to bring a little softness to the seared conscience, to convict sinners of sin because they do not believe, as Jesus says in John's gospel. But the hardened heart refuses to hear it. It protects its pride and believes ghost stories more easily than the words of God. What can we say but, Lord, have mercy, protect us from this Heavenly Father, and give us instead, Lord, a conscience like St. John's, firm in faith, returning always to Jesus like he did earlier from prison, trusting in Jesus' mercy and being so confident in it that we are not afraid to let God's law do its hard work on us, because we know that whoever the Lord lays low, he also raises. Whoever bears his accusation also receives his comfort in the absolution. And whoever dies for his names and for his truth's sake, Jesus will bring back to life again. And I mean truly at the last day. That's why the story ends so peacefully, even though it was so chaotic. John's disciples take his body and they bury it. And that's not a sad ending, because they also tell Jesus about it. For whoever believes in him, even though they die, yet shall they live. Jesus gives a clean conscience, and precious in his sight is the death of his saints. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.